Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Point Noted Podcast, and I'm your host, Johnny B. All right. Let's go. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you're too kind. Too kind. Too kind. Thank you. This is the Point Noted Podcast, and I'm your host, Johnny B. All right, so what's the point? What are we talking about today? So let me speak on this. Uh, I think a lot of you um, follow NASCAR pretty well. Uh, and uh, earlier today, find out that uh, uh, NASCAR driver Kyle Lawson got fired from his team. I know what you're thinking. What? You can fire, you can fire race car drivers? Yeah, it's a job. It's a job. They have owners. They have a team. They have a crew chief and everything. So you can't get fired. Uh, you can't get released off your contract and things like that. Uh, so I know you're thinking, okay, so he got fired. Why did he get fired? Well, so Cal, while driving, in exchange with his crew chief over the headset, decided to use the N-word. Now, when I first saw that on Twitter, that Kyle Lawson apologized for using the N-word, I'm thinking, oh, it's all right. Poor judgment. He had a lapse, you know. Probably shouldn't have said it. He had a poor judgment. Uh, terrible, terrible time to do it. You know, I get it, but we got to forgive him. He apologized. It's all good, right? Shouldn't have said it, but it did. So he apologized. He faced it. So we move on. Um, then he came out, the context of how he used the N-word. Now, this matters. It matters how, when, why you're using it. And uh, what he said was, over the headset, can you hear me, nigga? Now, if you think about that, can you hear me, nigga? Right. That's how he used the N-word. So what that tells me was, that was not poor judgment. That was the habit. He has a habit of using the N-word. So he came out. So he finally got cut up, finally got exposed, and he came out, right? So, you know, uh, I have a group of friends a few years back that, uh, you know, we'll drive around together, we'll go to soccer games together, we'll do things together. Uh, hilarious group of friends, funny group. But it was so much cussing that happens in the car with each other in the restaurant at someone's house. We always cussing, C word this and F word that, uh, you know, and we just straight up just cussing. Uh, and I started cussing a whole lot more from being around this group. And then when I go to a different group of guys that I hang out with that are much more calmer and much more clean, I will be the only guy in the group that's cussing. So that habit from that cussing dirty mouth group. I was taking that over to the clean group, right? So for Cal to be using the N-word, that is something that he probably do often. That's a habit of his to be using the N-word. And just unfortunately for him, he got cut up, got exposed. And now we know that he's one of those guys that shouldn't be using the N-word, they're using the N-word. Look, white folks, don't use the N-word. It is really simple. Stop and don't use the N-word. Matter of fact, just say black folks. Just say, can you hear me, black man? I'm not even sure what the race of the gentleman he was speaking with was, but it doesn't matter. Stay away from the N-word. Nothing good come out of white people using the N-word. Nothing good ever came out of it, and nothing good can come out of it now if you use it. Stay away. There's so many more ways to, to talk. You know, just like there were so many more ways to express myself without using the cuss words. Once I, once I decided to stop doing that, I got cleaned up. You know, I got cleaned up. So, Cal, unfortunately, you got to deal with this. You lost your job uh, because you develop a habit of being involved in saying things you shouldn't be saying. 
and now he came to light and you got to pay for it. I wish you well, my friend. All right. But for those out there that are using it in secret, using that home with your boys and you know you shouldn't be using it, word of advice, cut it out, fix it, change your tone, change your vocabulary. If it's in there, eventually one day you will say what you shouldn't. And if, and if you're fortunate like Kyle and you say it over the headset, you know, then what could happen is you lose a job. But if you're unfortunate and you say it in the wrong crowd, you might lose money in your job, you might lose some thieves, okay? You might get knocked out. You don't want that. You do not want that. All right, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm feeling good today, y'all. I'm feeling good. I'm ready to go. I'm locked and loaded. Let's go. Let's go. This is the point of the podcast. I'm your host, Johnny B. Uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for sticking with me. I appreciate you. Uh, so, there's uh, another thing to touch on today, right? Uh, the New York Times, I saw an article that uh, domestic violence uh, is going up. Uh, during this old COVID-19, this lockdown in together, uh, people are beating up on each other, y'all. Men on men, men on women, women on women, women on men. Just a lot of violence, a lot of physical altercation going on in the house. We gotta stop it, right? We have to do better. So let's think about this, right? Why are we beating on each other? Because we stay in the house together. In my opinion, it all comes down to lack of friendship, lack of respect, right? Don't get me wrong, right? An abusive partner will always be abusive. But if they were never hitting on you before, they wouldn't put their hands on you before, but now they are, it's just tell me that staying in the house with you is not something they want to do. They don't really like staying in the house with you. They don't like you. Your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your husband, your wife, your partner, your, you know, shack up buddy, wherever you guys are to each other, don't really like you, man. They're just being staying in the house with you because y'all help each other with the bills and with the kids and with the bedroom action and all of that. That's all it is. The good sex is probably why y'all together. And the bills that you pay, right? And the kids that you help with. But really, there's nothing else. There's nothing solid. That there's no foundation. So now you're stuck in the house together 24 hours a day, right? And nothing else works. Because now you got to look at this person and they're like, man, I can't even stand them. Why am I even here? Why am I in this relationship? This is why it's important, guys and girls to have a foundation. You have to have a friendship. All right, build your relationship and friendship. Get to know each other, right? The other things happen, it will come. But you have to have that friendship so that when you're in the house together, like times like this, there should be a growing time. It should be time to grow together, to get more connected and attached because the time you don't have before due to working. And as you all know, when you're doing a nine to five, you're really doing 11 to 12 hours away from home, right? Because you got that one hour that you got to leave them early so you can get to work on time, right? And then you got an hour drive, not necessarily driving for an hour, but usually by the time you leave work and get home, that's another hour. And if you're taking lunch or work, that's usually another 30 or 45 minutes that you're taking. So your whole day, you're going for 11 hours to 12 hours, right? And then you come home, you got about an hour, you say hi to your baby, say hi to your man or your woman, uh, he or she might be busy on the computer or maybe she's not even back from work yet. 
right? So you go up or you go downstairs, so you do your thing. Maybe you go to the gym, go work out, go play ball. By the time you come back, she's back in the house or maybe she's at the gym. So even though you are together, you barely spending time together because you're working and you're doing different things. And the weekends is really when you actually have time together. And even still, you're not putting that much time together. You got things to do. Life is busy. Life has to do a whole lot. And I get it. If you probably have kids, then it's just more things to do. Take the kids to events. So while you're together, you're not really doing things together. Except occasional watching a movie together, right? Lay in bed together, you watch a movie, an hour into it, you're touching each other, then you move on to the next thing. Everybody go to sleep. Wake up in the morning, you're back to work. So you're together, but you're not really together. So now COVID-19 is forcing us to actually be together, live together, almost like get to know each other from the beginning, but you're getting to know somebody, you're getting re-exposed, or reintroduced to somebody that you've been with for years. And now you're like, ooh, I'm about to choke this nigga. I can't stand his ass, right? Now this is what you're thinking. I can't stand his ass. I can't stand her ass, right? Because now you're finally getting to see it. You can't leave the house. Well, you can leave and go outside and take a, take a walk, get a fresh air. But you know what I mean. You're back in the house within an hour. And now you got to look at her again or look at him again. So what do we do? So you got to invest early get to know the person have a base for your relationship have a foundation be friends first so when this happened it's an opportunity to get better together those times that you're missing due to work due to kids event this is the time to kind of make up for it because now you're like yes i get time with my baby why we get to spend time together maybe we'll watch a movie every night we can cook together do things we used to love doing when we were like dating or younger maybe we'll go ride a bike together Get all these things you can do, right, to reignite your relationship. But guess what? Most of these folks out there, they're not doing that. They're beating up on each other, slapping each other, punching each other, cutting each other. Domestic violence has gone up since coronavirus came up, y'all. It has gone up. Folks are putting hands on each other. We gotta cut it out. We've gotta cut it out. Listen, if you're a victim, get help, right? Call 911, get out the house. It's not something that happens that you just, just brush it out on the rug. You can't just brush it away. You got to face it. You got to get help because it will happen again. Right? And if you're the one beating somebody, you got to put your hands on your own self, y'all. Keep your hands on yourself. Stop hitting folks. All right? Sift the hands. Sift the hand touching and sift the slapping for the bedroom. Where y'all ain't that and you have permission, do your thing. Other than that, keep your hands to yourself. Don't put your hands on your woman. Don't put your hands on your man. Right? That's wrong. We should be loving towards one another, not this violent stuff. Right? Now we're locked in the house together and everybody's going crazy. Everybody's going nuts. Can't stand my man. I can't stand my woman. Well, you're in the house with him now, so deal with it. Let's work it out. Right? But violence is not the answer. Let's work it out. Violence is not the answer. All right, all right, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Y'all feeling me? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Giving y'all the point, right? Let's go. I'm feeling good. All right, so one more thing on uh, coronavirus, right? And what it's doing across the globe right now. Crime rate. With the exception of domestic violence, everything else is dropped. 
incredible. Almost feel like we needed the, we needed coronavirus to stick around, right? It feels like we need this virus to just stay here to help us keep order, right? To keep crime rates lower and lower, right? Uh, looking at the stats in LA, crime rates dropped 30%. In Chicago, Chi Town, right? My second favorite town, crime rate dropped 42%. Traffic stop down 92%. In El Salvador, about two years ago, killing was up 600, 600 killings a day. 600 a day was getting murdered in El Salvador. Now, since uh, coronavirus happened, barely two murders a day. Two. Look, you and I know we rather not have coronavirus. I hate it. You hate it. It's killing a lot of people, innocent people. But... You know, it's giving us some peace of mind for a little bit, right? I mean, I get it. We'd really rather not have it. But man, you look at these numbers, criminals are staying at home. Like, drug dealers are complaining. Drug dealers are complaining that sales are down. Well, dummy, yeah, they're down. Because everybody's in the house. Even crackheads are not buying crack. So, yeah, sales are down. Drug sales are down. Grocery sales are down. Small business are closed, of course. Right now, it's just the economy is not so good, right? But we will take that right now. We will gladly take knowing that crime rate has dropped because uh, I, think, I think this tells us we have hope. This really tells us that we have hope. We can keep people away from being out there on the street corners, from being out there on the streets, bullying, harassing, stabbing, raping, and murdering innocent people or each other. This tells us that we can actually find a way uh, to keep crime rates down. We just have to get the right people in charge to make the right decisions for us to get this done, right? So it's possible, y'all. Let's have faith. Uh, let's keep being positive and good to each other. Stay clean. Uh, stay well. Wear your mask. Wear your gloves. Wash your hands. If you don't have to touch it, don't touch it. Uh, just be careful. Be safe. Protect yourself. Uh, stay indoors so we can get rid of this thing. Uh, we can get back to normal life as soon as we can. I appreciate you for listening. Uh, it's your host, Johnny B. You've been listening to Point Noted. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's the Point Noted Podcast. Johnny B. Thank you. I appreciate you. It's the point of the podcast with Johnny B. Check it out on Twitter at PT Noted. I appreciate you.